Welcome to WWC. I'm your host, Will Wright. I'm so glad you're here. There are plenty of podcasts to choose from, and you might be thinking, why should I listen to this one? Who is Will Wright anyway? Well, there are a lot of podcasts, and I, I, they all have their own style and biases, and I want to be forthcoming about mine as well. I seek to always be faithfully Catholic, proudly American, and prudently conservative. And I believe that I believe strongly that what many of the voices in the podcasting world and blogosphere are missing is good distinctions. Distinctions are the spice of life. A good distinction can make all the difference in getting closer to the truth. And so I want to kick off this podcast with an exploration of how we can go about making a good distinction. Seldom affirm, never deny, always distinguish. Today we're talking about my favorite maxim. A maxim is a short, pithy statement which communicates a truth or a rule to live by. In my own experience, there are a few phrases which have gotten more mileage. And of course, I want to qualify that I'm referring to maxims which are not contained in sacred scripture. The Bible's filled with pithy, life-giving statements because it is the inerrant written word of God revealed by him for our good. But of the maxims put to paper by men, this is my favorite. This phrase, seldom affirm, never deny, and always distinguish, has been passed down by the Dominican order of preachers and is attributed to the 13th century master, St. Thomas Aquinas. The truth of this maxim shines forth in its practicality. Like any virtue, the desire to make the right distinctions is a balancing act. So the phrase goes, seldom affirm, never deny, always distinguish. But I want to start with that second part, never deny. We could say leave room for truth. First and foremost, we can't deny anything out of hand because there's always some kernel of truth in whatever's being discussed. Further, if someone has brought a claim, idea, or question to you, then it matters to them. Therefore, out of charity, we shouldn't outright deny what we've been brought, lest we push our interlocutor away unnecessarily. So always in charity, we first listen before we respond. As the prayer of St. Francis says so beautifully, seek first to understand rather than to be understood. And this is very difficult for a lot of people, myself included. Uh, As the Lord says, though, speaking of all the many good things that we seek in the world, he says this in St. Matthew's Gospel, chapter 6, verse 33. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. We do not receive by anxiously projecting our own values first. We have to ask, we have to seek what God wants in any situation, which is always guided by charity. Besides, G.K. Chesterton once said it well, a heresy is a truth gone mad. And as St. Thomas More said, never was there a heretic who spoke all faults. Even Satan can speak some truth, as we see in his quoting of Scripture to Christ. And even he himself, enemy of the good, exists and therefore shares in some goodness by the mere virtue of his being. Therefore, anything that's stated is unlikely to be completely wrong. So as we answer, we must leave room for truth by never denying outright what's being presented. We would do so at our own peril. 
So now let's go to that first part of the statement. Seldom affirm. In other words, we could say, let your yes mean yes. So if we're slow to deny, we must be nearly as slow to affirm. Jesus says this in the Sermon on the Mount. He said, let what you say be simply yes or no. Anything more than this comes from evil. He says this in the Gospel according to St. Matthew 5.37. Our yes must mean yes and our no must mean no. If a proposition or idea is posed to us by another human being, the likelihood that it's 100% completely correct is fairly low. Just as we don't want to deny outright and throw away some truth, we don't want to admit untruth alongside truth. So to say yes and affirm something which has some mixture of untruth is like drinking water with just a little bit of poison. It's going to do its effect anyway. So practically speaking, human beings think fairly quickly. So if you grant ground to the person that you're discussing with by affirming their statement unequivocally, then they might be misled to think that you agree with everything that they have said. Chances are you have a distinction you might want to make, but it will seem like backtracking if you then seem to change course on something that you have already granted or at least seem to have granted. And uh, maybe you've had this experience when you're having a conversation with someone or maybe, maybe you say this uh, where you say, yes, yes, uh, for sure, you got it. The, the problem with this is that we're, we don't always fully agree with what we're hearing, but we want to make it seem like we're listening, and, and better yet, we want to actually be listening, but there's better ways to do this. Uh, we could just say, mm-hmm, or, or nod your head, or, or make eye contact, or if you're on the phone, uh, maybe just repeat back, I, th I think this is what you said, and then state it back for them uh, without actually granting them uh, some sort of affirmation that that you don't want to actually give. Which brings us to the third part of the maxim. We have seldom affirm, never deny, and then always distinguish. So making the right distinctions. Maybe you've heard the, the phrase, same difference. Well, to make a distinction without difference is useless. When this is employed, it generally is linguistic only and does not correspond to reality. There's a legal phrase in Latin which says, de minimis non curat lex, which means the law does not concern itself with trifles. For example, someone could say, I only stretched the truth, I didn't lie. Well, of course, stretching the truth means to lie. It's a distinction without difference. So what's the right distinction to make? Well, making distinctions is about describing boundaries, not things. Instead of allowing things to be unbounded and free-floating, a distinction acclaims what a thing is not or what it is. True, we can over-define things, uh, but the subject of this discussion is about striking the right balance. We also want to make sure that we are not trying to win the argument with distinctions. To distinguish is to search for the truth. You can visualize it as drilling deeper into the Earth's core to study something in greater detail or soaring higher into the sky to get a better aerial view. In both cases, what we have is a change of perspective. The subject being studied has not changed. In making distinctions, it's important to sort out what's important and germane to the conversation and what is not. Perhaps a distinction is important to you, but it's not important 
to the person you're having a conversation with. In this case, you have to be self-reflective and determine if you are, one, if you're wrong, two, if you need to change how you're presenting something, three, if you made a distinction without difference, or four, if the conversation has reached an impasse. We must never assume that we have the same meaning of a word as our interlocutor, especially today when so many words are made up out of whole cloth or definitions have just completely changed. Practically, we could ask for a clarification. We could say, when you said this, did you mean, and then restate for them uh, what you think they said? And this allows the interlocutor to clarify, allows you to understand, and then gives you a foundation to respond. So when we're putting all of this together, we need to remember that conversation is based on human relationships. We must be interested in seeking the truth, not in being right or convincing anyone of anything. If what we say is true and the reasoning is sound, then the interlocutor will be convinced by the weight and ring of truth. In the context of faith, the Holy Spirit is the agent of conversion, not us. So as a believer that all truth is God's truth, I think this holds for any subject of conversation. This takes the pressure off of us in terms of winning. So next time you're having a conversation, try to take a step back, apply this maxim in charity, seldom affirm what's being said so that you do not unwittingly grant an untruth. Never deny what's being said outright, lest you throw out the baby with the bathwater, so to speak, and always distinguish. Making the right distinctions is the spice of life and is indispensable to living a peaceful, holy, and happy life. I hope you've enjoyed this inaugural episode of Will Write Catholic. If this has helped you in any way and you've enjoyed it, please share this episode with your friends and family on social media. I need your help in growing this platform. I'll also have new episodes uh, with the written form as well, releasing each Monday morning at willwritecatholic.substack.com. Go there to subscribe and never miss an update. I'll also be releasing timely episodes on various topics sort of as they come up in the news cycle, so be looking for those. See you next week. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, now and ever and forever. Amen.